We are now in the third Sunday of Advent. Amen. 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 And so the third candle, the rose-colored uh, candle, is lit. We're almost finished our Advent season. I remember when I was in the Tutti of our Lord Parish, and I had my, my cassock on. So it basically is a clerical garb that seminarians and priests wear is a long black robe. And I was reading parishioners in the vestibule in the Tuesday of our Lord Parish, and a, a parishioner came and they wanted to know if I, they were actually wasn't a parishioner, it was a visitor. They came and they said, am I a seminarian? And I was a priest at the time. And the pastor heard uh, that comment that I was, you know, he asked if I was a seminarian. I said, no, I'm a priest. I felt kind of offended, but the priest was, uh, the pastor was kind of telling the whole parish that everyone, they thought that I was a seminarian. I looked so young that um, I don't look like I'm a priest. <laughs> St. John the Baptist was mis, I mean, he was expected to be, they thought, the Messiah or the, or the prophet or Isaiah. Yeah. Everybody had the wrong impression of who he was, yeah. his role. But he had this great joy when he bared witness to Jesus. Yeah. And so the word joy, what does that stand for? The J stands for Jesus. Come on. If we place Jesus first, we will experience joy. Yeah. At the end of each Mass, I always invite anyone to stand up if it's their birthday. And we as a church family and our choir, we sing happy birthday. When we sing happy birthday, it brings joy to that person's who is experiencing their birthday. Because the gift of life has come to us from God. Yeah. God always existed. Amen? Amen? So God, who is life, has life in himself. In his mercy, he draw us to have existence. He draw us to be born. And so when we hear the words, happy birthday, it gives us joy. But when we think about Jesus, he's the source of our eternal life. Yeah. And Jesus is the one who gives us life in the Trinity. And so we reborn through baptism. St. John the Baptist was baptizing, but it wasn't a baptism for salvation. It's Christ who baptizes for us to receive divine life, sanctifying grace within our soul. And so the first letter in joy stands for Jesus first. If we place Jesus first, we acknowledge he is the source of our life. Yeah. Then we experience peace. That peace that St. John the Baptist experienced. He did not want to overshadow Christ. He was so afraid. He said, I'm not any of these things. He's not even worthy to unloose his sandals. Because in his heart, he had God's presence. And he didn't need anyone to affirm him to have this special role. He said that he is the voice in the wilderness. The voice. But that voice has faded. His baptism no longer exists. But the word, the eternal word of God made flesh, that baptism exists until now. Amen. The word is what's important. Amen. Because the word is Christ. And the word is spoken that we may receive Life. Life in Christ. So the O in joy 
stands for others. God the Father always radiates his love towards the Son. He's, and God the Son radiates his love towards the Father. And then we see the divine person of the Holy Trinity, the exchange of infinite love between the Father and the Son. So it's directing towards each other, right? So the O in joy stands for other, our neighbor. Our disposition is to be human beings, meaning we're not human doings. We're running around getting Christmas presents, decorations, thinking about everything we need to do. We're doing, right? But we forget that God calls us to be being, meaning we're relational. God created us to have the relationship with each other. So the O in joy stands for the seeking Christ, real presence in each other. The gift of Jesus' presence we can reveal to each other. So through eyes of faith, we experience joy when we focus on the other, which is our neighbor. And so when we do this, we experience joy because that's how we were created to experience joy, to focus on his light revealed in each other. And the why in joy stands for you. You. Jesus wants us to focus on ourselves because we can't give what we don't have. Just imagine if someone came up to you and said, I want a million dollars. Right now, I want a million dollars. You would say, well, I don't have it. You're not going to just pull a million dollars out of your pocket. Well, if we don't have Christ's presence in us, by seeking his presence with faith, that we can't give Jesus to each other. So we focus on self in relation to God, realizing we come to him first to receive his presence, to receive his grace, to receive his light, the light of the Holy Spirit. And what we receive, we're able to offer. What we receive, we're able to experience. So the Lord calls us to not go out into the desert physically, like St. John the Baptist, but to go out into the confessional, to go to confession. When we go to confession, we confess our sins to Jesus. Instead of waiting in line like the people who met St. John the Baptist, everyone who waited in line, they confessed their sins to St. John the Baptist, but they didn't receive a forgiveness of sin. But when we go into confession, we confess our sins to Christ through the priest. And once we confess our sorrow and we get the penance and we hear the words of absolution, we are absolved of our sins. Our sins are wiped away. The precious blood of Christ is calming down from the cross and cleaning, cleaning us from our sins. Because when we have our house, we clean the house before we decorate we don't decorate on dirt. Come on. Amen? Amen? So the house and our soul, we clean that house before we receive God's grace. And when we clean it, then we decorate it with the light of Christ. Not a light that is man-made, but a light that is God-made. A light that shines not for everyone can see physically, but a light that Christ can see visibly in our soul. So God looks for the light of Christ within us because God the Father wants that light to shine within us. And so we do this in order to have joy. Jesus first, 
serving others, and focusing on ourselves in receiving Christ by going to confession and prayer and meditation and receiving Him in the most holy Eucharist. I don't think all of uh, parishioners from uh, St. Francis Sissy can see this, but this is uh, a shape of a heart glass. And it has a cross on the top to show or resemble the sacred heart of Christ. The sacred heart of Christ is a devotion that helps us to see what God looks for in our hearts. When you look at the cross, the cross is right there in the center. The cross is the center of the life of Christ. And so in order for us to experience joy, we experience the cross of Christ. Our Lady and St. Joseph, when they got up in the middle of the night, I'm sure they weren't jumping for joy that they had to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Seventy miles in the freezing cold. They didn't have the warmth of a fire or being in their home with blankets. The warmth that they experienced was the light of the Holy Spirit. So we see that joy also has for us a cross. That we realize our consolation doesn't come solely from each other. That it comes from God himself. So when they were traveling, they had Jesus in the womb of Our Lady, in the freezing cold. So we know that in the sacred heart of Christ, the cross is present. And there's flames coming out of that heart. That heart is filled with the light of the Holy Spirit. And the crown of thorns, interesting, is around the heart of our Lord. Showing that even when we experience the cross of Christ, we have that hidden joy. It might be not a joy that everyone can see, but it's a joy that is filled with peace. It is a joy that leads the way for us to pray unceasingly. St. Paul said we should pray always. And St. Augustine says that how can we pray always? We can't always be in the church praying. But what he said is that that desire for God is what we should always keep the light lit. So to turn throughout the day, come Holy Spirit, or to say a short prayer to our Lord helps the flame to stay lit so that we pray unceasingly. That desire for God should continue to grow. And it grows as we receive the Eucharist. It grows as we continue to pray and meditate on what the Lord has done for us. With eyes of faith, if we could just imagine the sacred heart of Jesus in our hearts, leading us to have that warmth from within, that joy from within. And that joy that we have, who can take that joy away from us? Amen? Amen. So the spirit of the world cannot extinguish this flame. The darkness of the world cannot overshadow this light. So we turn to the sacred heart of Jesus and the magic heart of Mary 
and also to Chase Harris St. Joseph to help us to keep our eyes on Christ, who is our joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.